T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Good morning, good morning, and congratulations to Eric Schmidt, who I think probably deserves a victory lap. He's been working pretty hard, and he is the next contestant on Who's Your Senator? Who's Your Senator? Sounds like it should be the Indiana Senator. Who's Your Senator? I'm saying, Who's Your Senator? is the name of this this game show. Terrible open to a show. My apologies. But like I said, I think Mr. Eric Schmidt deserves a victory lap. He has done a lot of work, and he is most likely the next senator from Missouri. Push back against socialism to secure our borders and protect our communities. And my message isn't going to change in the fall because those aren't just Republican values. They're Missouri values. That's right. That's right. Those aren't just Republican values or Missouri values. That was from his victory speech on Tuesday night. So a lot of the stuff we're talking about this morning is kind of old news at this point because it happened on Tuesday. But it's what's happening. And I am not going to tell you all the results. You already know the results. I'm going to break down those results for you and with you because across the country, Beyond the borders of Missouri, there are some interesting results. And no, I'm not talking about Kansas. We can talk about that a little bit later. But uh, Arizona in particular, there are two different things that happened on Tuesday. And looking forward, you, you you know the results, but looking forward to the general election now, that's where things get interesting. And two different things happened in two different states. Of course, Missouri and Arizona, excuse me, are the marquee races. So these are the two big ones that were being watched and the ones that probably have the most impact on the country come November and then come January when they actually do the swearing in, of course. Michigan, Washington um, all had primaries this week, too, but there weren't as many national races. There were things for governor of Michigan and things we'll be watching, of course, but uh, nothing quite like a Senate race to get your interest peaked because I don't even live in Missouri. So while the politics of Missouri affect me because I work in Missouri, the politics of Arizona don't affect me almost at all outside of who they elect for senator because that's federal. So let's break down what Eric Schmidt's chances are come November. I think you know he has a very, very good shot. In fact, he's the most likely uh, next senator from, or from Missouri who's taking Roy Blunt's seat. But there's reasons for that beyond just that Missouri has moved rightward. And at this point, Missouri is a red state. It's, it's not a swing state. It's not even a purple state or, or kind of leans red. It's a red state. 
It's a matter of what kind of red state are we going to be? Right now, there's still quite a bit of old guard in Missouri that votes, you know, conservative-ish. But that's not really the future, as we saw in Kansas. Because Kansas is conservative-ish. But I almost want to wait and talk with Trisha about this. She's going to come in in this hour and the next. And we, we got a lot of time to break that down because that's really a separate issue. But let's talk about the chances for Eric Schmidt come November it's not just that Missouri is a red state. It's that it has uh, great dynamics going into November. Obviously, it should be a good year for Republicans because you have a Democrat president. So naturally, the midterms, that benefits the opposing party. They're the party that's out of power. But specifically in this state, the reason Eric Schmidt has such a good chance is the same reason that Carrie Lake doesn't have as good of a chance of winning governor of Arizona. And I like Carrie Lake. I want her to win. And I definitely want Blake Masters to win. I'm much more concerned about the Senate seat there. But Trudy Bush Valentine is your next nominee for Senate in Missouri for the Democrats. She's probably not going to win. And it's not just because of the right word till. It's because they've split that vote so badly. So it's opposite dynamics. What's going on in Missouri versus Arizona. In Missouri, Trudy Bush Valentine was running kind of a centrist. She had a lot of money, so a lot of support from people like Tashara Jones, mayor of St. Louis, and other influencers throughout this state because she has a lot of money. Those people, though, their politics are closer to Lucas Kuntz, who lost that race. But here's why it's important. It's because you had Lucas Kuntz was endorsed by Bernie Sanders running far left, and then you had Trudy Bush Valentine running a little bit more middle, although it doesn't look like she can kind of figure out what she was doing. So she's going to be a weak candidate for that reason too. But you split the vote. So you had progressives who were a little more disillusioned now with a Trudy Bush Valentine. And if that had flipped the opposite way, you'd have middle ground, you know, kind of blue dog, traditional Democrats of Missouri who would not want to vote for an extreme progressive. So you're splitting that ticket and it's just going to benefit Eric Schmidt and he will most likely win that seat. So, now let's look at Arizona. The opposite dynamic is at work for Carrie Lake. And I hate to say that because, again, I already said this, but I want Carrie Lake to win governorship in Arizona. But what happened on Tuesday is that she narrowly won that race, just like Trudy Bush Valentine did. So you're splitting your ticket in a state that's really not even as red as, as Missouri is. And you're probably going to disillusion a few people. Now, most people, most Republicans, were going to get on board and vote for whoever the Republican nominee was, whether that was to, uh, Robson or Kerry Lake. It didn't really matter. But even a couple percentage points in Arizona are going to make a big difference. And if you've disillusioned people, like both of them have, because Kerry Lake is a firebrand. She fights, she pulls no punches, and she doesn't apologize for anything ever including things that I think, oh, maybe you could have walked that back a little bit. But she doesn't, and that's her brand of politics, and that is the lane that she's chosen. Well, that does alienate some people, even in your own party. So if even a percentage point doesn't show up to vote for her, she's doomed. Now, this should be a good year for Republicans, so she may be able to carry that anyway. But her opponent is the same, so equal but opposite here. Her opponent did the same thing as Eric Greitens. I'm sorry, Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt ran the table. So did Katie Hobbs. 
So it's going to be hard, and that's the Democrat opponent in Arizona. It's going to be hard for Carrie Lake to make that up because you have unified opposition and split within your own party. So, again, that looks good for Eric Schmidt here in Missouri, and the local news is pretty good. But down the road there, what does that mean for Carrie Lake? And more importantly, like I said, it's not necessarily all about Carrie Lake. She gets lots of headlines because she's like Trump. She, you know, she, she yells pretty loud. She says things. She's, she's unapologetic. So everybody watches what's she going to do? What are people, how are people reacting to her? It's really for us here, it's more about Blake Masters, who is equally MAGA. I mean, the dude is, he may not be as loud as Carrie Lake, but he is the America First candidate in Arizona for Senate on the GOP side. He has to take on the incumbent, Mark Kelly. Now, the good news there is that ticket didn't split as bad as Kerry Lake did, and that may mean a lot going into the general that maybe the Republicans will coalesce better around Blake Masters, and that means much more for the U.S. Senate. So that's the breakdown of, I think, probably the most important races from this week. There were others, like I said, the Kansas abortion thing is something I think we're going to have to talk about in detail because there are so many weird dynamics going on in that state, especially for that vote, that it deserves a segment of its own. So we're going to break here. We're going to come right back and we have a really full hour. I've got, this is a weird thing to tease. I've got a magic trick at the end of this hour. Usually magic tricks are visual. So you're going, how is he going to pull this off? Well, it's a fully audio magic trick. It's in the same vein as things you may have heard before. Although I don't know. I don't know what you've heard before and what you haven't. Maybe you've never heard anything like this before. But I think you'll enjoy this, and I want to try to pull it off with expertise. So it's that's at the end of this hour. We're going to have Trisha come in in this hour, too. And at the beginning of next hour, tune back in if you're not going to listen to the entire show. If you are, of course, listen to the podcast. That's great. But come back if you want to know what's going to happen to the restaurant industry, because that is the interview we're going to have at the beginning of next hour that I think will uh, will shine some light on where things are, where things are headed, what's getting better, what's not, how long things are going to last, and are we permanently just going to have restaurant service and food service be th- this way, or is it changing? We'll talk about that all here on Wiggins America this morning. Stay tuned. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Trish is in the studio and was asking me what we're going to do in the studio, and I told her nothing. A bunch of nothing. A bunch of nothing. This stuff is worthless. Great. So if you're tuning in and you were going to skip a segment, this is a good one. This is it. Skip this one. The first segment. Come back later. We talked about some real stuff. The next segment, we're going to talk about some real stuff. This one, we're going to waste your time. Bunch of nothing. I got a social experiment question, though. Okay. So maybe this isn't nothing, because I think this is something that maybe impacts you on a daily basis more than high politics would. How do you feel when somebody holds the door for you a little bit longer than... Where's the line? If they wait, if they're holding the door and you have to hustle, is that the question? I, that's my question. Is Is there a line for where you personally would hold the door for somebody or where you want somebody to not hold the door. Because I'm running into this in this office and everywhere. I mean, wherever you go, this is always an issue. If it's not really, if it's crowded, you don't have to worry about it because there's always people. But if there's a light crowd and somebody's behind you, you always, am I acknowledging this person? Because that to me is what holding a door open is, is you're just acknowledging their existence. They don't need you to open the door for them. I'm a door holder opener, and I my only frame of reference for telling you what my cutoff line is is at the gas station, from the pumps to the door. If the person is closer to the door than they are to the pumps, I'm gonna wait it out. And what hold if they're it for at the them. farthest pump at Wally's? They're, they're at pump ninety five. No, 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 no. There is a distance between any gas station set of pumps and a door. If they are closer to the pumps, ah, uh, so the closest pump. Whatever the closest that is. pump, whatever the closest pump is, if they're closer to that, I'm not going to wait it out. But if they're closer to the door, if they've hit that midway line, I will stand there and hold it for them. I don't know, Trisha, because again, thinking about Wally's, even the closest pump is not that close. It's a good distance. Have you ever been there? No. This is the biggest gas station in St. Louis. Okay, a normal size gas station. <laughs> I'm trying. I just to... don't know how to gauge things in yards. There's a <laughs> there's a. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a line there. If they're closer to me than they are from where they, they from started their starting destination, <laughs> I will hold the door for them. Do you have to do you have to acknowledge somebody when you when you open the door? Because what I'm running into is there are people in this office who I don't really know. Well, I've you seen should them. Meet, introduce yourself. I feel bad, but, yeah. so I'm kind of trying to. But do that. It's, it's not. But that's also we've not the time. We've been having parties. We've been sending emails. We've been forcing you to shake hands. Yeah, that's been uncomfortable. Learn a name. I've got sweaty palms. Please learn somebody's name. When they when I open the door for them though, that's not the time to say, "Oh, hi, by the way, I'm Ryan." It, that's yes, not it conversation time. Is. No, yes, it's it not. Is. Hey, good morning. By the way, I'm Ryan. No, nope. cool. Great to meet you. Officially, have a great day. No, 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 no. Because I'm past that point. I've seen these people enough. That I feel stupid now introducing myself to them. It's it'll only get worse. Next time you see them, you hold the door and you say, "By the way, I'm Ryan. I know who you are, but we haven't officially done this. So nice to meet you." Okay, office politics. Then, do I ever have to know these people? Yes. 
<laughs> it's just, I, you know, there's a lot of people. I have, obviously, I have no interaction with them. Otherwise, I would know who they were. So do I really need to know them? Yes. <laughs> you have to publicly say that. You do need to know that media politics in general. Yes. This is a very big, small town. There is That's true. a very good chance that these people will be crossing paths with you the rest of your career. So you're telling me for selfish reasons, I should get to know everybody. Yes. Because they might be my boss one day. Exactly. And I might need a job. Or your next uh, friend, or maybe you're going to be in a different role and they're in a different role and it just doesn't. Yeah. What, what you just said, just to summarize, was maybe they could be your next friend. Yes. Because <laughs> I I only have room for three or four. Yeah, they could be. And some of them suck. And I'm kind of looking to trade them out. If you are, there's a good crop of people here. A good a good <laughs> list of candidates in the building for friendship. I don't think we've solved anything with the door crisis. No. Which I, is a crisis. I don't mind if people wait a little bit too long to hold the door for me. I think it's nice. But, but if you have to hustle, is that where the line is? Where, oh, and then you got to you know increase your walk. You got to jog up to make mm-hmm. sure. Is that the line? Yeah. No, I don't care about that. If I have to hustle a little bit, I still think it's nice. And what I do is if I see the person and they're within hustle distance, like I've made the decision they're within the distance where I'm going to do this. Yeah. right? I'm going to hold the door for them. If they have to hustle, I just don't make eye contact with them. Oh, so you I don't acknowledge that you, you're still holding like the door, I'm though. holding the door, and I look like I'm doing something else to show that I'm not in a hurry. Oh, man, I do that in the grocery store all the time. If somebody's standing in front of what I need, uh, I'm just I'm just looking at something else. I'm not trying to hurry you up. I'm looking at something over here. But what I'm really wanting to look at is right behind it's you. It's hurrying yeah. these people up. No, yeah. well, it's... Without them feeling hurried? Yeah, I, I feel obligated mm-hmm. to let them know that I'm not waiting on them. Which I f- is stupid because I am waiting on them, mm-hmm. but I, I don't well, know what why. What am I going to do? Hold the door and be like, hurry up! I, but that that almost seems more extreme than the grocery store thing. to Because you're obviously holding the door for them, but you're acting like, oh, wait, I just wanted to check my phone right here like, while holding like, the door. I'm just not in a rush. Don't <laughs> worry about it. It's cool. I wouldn't be doing this if time was a thing. If time was an issue for me. So what you're telling them through body language is, look, time does not I've matter got to me all the time in the world so therefore don't Take rush. Your time. i'm gonna hold the door Stroll for you in. it no doesn't matter, matter. Okay. call a friend have them come up here too okay i'll be here it seems a bit much okay which is why i thought this was an issue worthy of discussion yeah i guess so i still don't think we've solved anything although i kind of agree with you even if i have to hustle i do appreciate the door because it's somebody it has nothing to do with the door it has somebody acknowledging that you exist mm-hmm. and just being like hey hi there I think friendliness I think nice. and kindness yeah. go a long way. A that's me bit. saying that on the back end of saying that I don't want to meet anyone. Right. And if you <laughs> are just a little bit more friendly and more kind, you may have a new friend here in Maybe. the building. Maybe. So you don't know their name yet. <laughs> but uh, you will. We, we've solved nothing. Mm-hmm. And like I said at the beginning of this segment, complete waste of time. This is in the same vein. And this is even worse. So if you thought that was worthless, this is worthless. It was. Five reasons sharks are afraid of dolphins. <laughs> You ready? Yeah. Do you want me to guess? This was a real article. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and guess and see if you got any of the five. Uh, Dolphins are aggressive. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. One of them is dolphins are battering rams. (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote this? I I think this was a Yahoo article. It Uh, It was one of those clickbait articles 
where you get to see one and then it goes hit the next page and then it shows you an ad and you got to hit it again and you got to mm-hmm. see the next one. So it took me a long time to put these together. <laughs> <laughs> like you pieced together the slides? Uh-huh. Wow. I did. I did because I was so, I had to know. And there was only five because the, uh, the worst ones are the ones where you say, Luke Wilson now looks like <laughs> this. You're like, oh my gosh. Here's 47 images of him to prove yeah. it. No, no, no. No, it's Luke Wilson now looks like a woman or something. Or he's transitioned. And you go, oh my gosh, I want to see what Luke Wilson looks like <laughs> if he's a woman. And then they're like, but first, let me show you the entire career of Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so you got you to sift your way through. You know, 30 years of Owen Wilson. They do that all the time. All the time. time. (laughs) Or the this celebrity is dead and you didn't even know it. And they got a picture of somebody, but they're implying that that person's dead. And you're like, wait a minute. When did that person die? I don't think that person's actually dead, but I want to find out. And then they (laughs) take you through 100 celebrities who are dead that you did know about. (laughs) And you're like, but I want to get to that guy. What happened to the guy that used to play Bozo the Clown? Is he dead or not? All right, you got one. You want to guess any more? Reasons sharks are afraid of dolphins. Travel in packs. You got another one. You got it. Dolphins hunt in packs. I secretly wrote this article. Did you? Mm -hmm. It's a good clickbait article. You you. making any money on the ads? No. No, they keep all of it. Yahoo takes every (laughs) dime. That really sucks after the work that you put Uh in. Any more? Mm, something about their intelligence? Yes. My gosh, you're going to get all five of I'm these. I'm as smart as a dolphin. Dolphins are battering rams. Dolphins hunt in packs. <laughs> and dolphins are smarter than sharks. There's there are two, two more. more. There are two more. They're, well, this kind of falls under intelligence, but their ability to communicate with one another. Ooh, that's a good guess, but no. Okay, that would fall me. under packs. You tell me. Now that would you fall go. under dolphins I've... hunt in packs. I didn't even know dolphins hunted. I didn't know dolphins ate anything, to they be honest do. with you. They're carnivores. What do they eat? Fish, Fish, I guess. That seems cruel. I know. Dolphins are cute. That would be like if your dog ate a rabbit, which My they do. My dog would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrels, groundhogs, all the of other, it. The other two are going to shock you. Okay. And they're coming up right I after the break. Crazy. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It's a clickbait. It's a clickbait radio show. I'm like, what's next? Coming up right after the break, we're going to show you what Owen Wilson looks like as a woman. No, Luke Wilson. I got that backwards. But yeah. Okay. Here's the last two. Dolphins have better mobility. They're just more agile. Mm, That makes sense. That one's not very fun. I thought it was fun. Give yourself more credit. Okay. I take credit. Dolphins are faster. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you loved it so much your last two. it's such a stupid story but i still was like how much i kind of want to know why sharks are afraid of dolphins how much time have we spent on this on just that on this story maybe four minutes so very long four minutes we're banking though we're both at work right now everybody's listening to us they're, they're not just, listening they're not making money doing what we're making not money listening anymore <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come right back with more celebrity gossip. Uh, actually, no, we're going to do real stuff. Patricia's going to come back next hour. Stick around. Wings of America. Just a couple quick points here about.
about schools. You know, that's actually right around the corner already. It's August 6th, and that is already around the corner. Man, when I was a kid, it was well into September before we went back to school. I get why they do it. You know why, right? It's because when we went to school, you go back, you know, Labor Day, right after Labor Day, or sometimes a little bit later, depending on how far back you go, because you didn't have air conditioning. And I'm actually just barely old enough to remember not having air conditioning in schools because my kindergarten, I think, I think it was just kindergarten, maybe first grade too, we didn't have air conditioning in schools. And that wasn't a big deal. Obviously, when you're in kindergarten, you're not questioning the system yet. (laughs) You're just trying to make sure your backpack's on straight. But I do remember thinking, oh, okay, we're going to have air conditioning. That's That's a great improvement. So I barely caught the end of that in the mid eighties. And so, but if you go back further, if you're older than I am, which, you know, a lot of you are, I'm not, I'm not that old. I'm just 40. Uh, that's why you went back to school late is because it was just too hot until at least after labor day and maybe even a little bit later. Well, now it doesn't even matter because every school has air conditioning. So you can go back earlier so that your fall or your, your first semester ends at Christmas. You can have a long Christmas break because you used to, if you remember, come back after Christmas and finish the semester, and everybody found that to be very annoying. So I kind of get that, but I just don't like the idea that we're cutting into summer so much, man. I don't know. It's just personal to me that I remember getting magazines. Don't judge me for this, but I used to get Rolling Stone magazine sent to me all year. And back then, in the 90s, it was because I wanted to read about music and maybe some shows and movies and stuff. I don't even know what that magazine is now. I'm sure they talk about some music, but who's who's actually reading Rolling Stone anymore? I mean, really, who's reading magazines much at all? It's all online. So when I got my final August Rolling Stone, that's when I knew, oh, man, I only have a month left of summer vacation. And that's gone because it starts in a couple of weeks. Anyway, long way around to telling you that we're talking about schools here and just making a couple of points. I was looking at a study from a nonprofit education research firm that is widely renowned. So this isn't some random, I found some random study online and I'm going to share it with you. This is a study firm that, that gives data to schools in all 50 states and in 49 countries. This is a big, big firm. And they put out their COVID assessment. It's kind of a long-weighted report on COVID that everybody was waiting to see, well, what did we do? What what can we do better? And their assessment was just scathing. It was terrible about the way that we did it. And it wasn't talking about politics, but obviously politics are involved with the way we did it. They were saying the kids are hurt. They're bad and we don't know exactly how you're going to fix it. It was like, it wasn't a good, <laughs> if I were looking at that for answers, it wasn't good because it didn't really offer any. And it was talking about solutions that people are using, but they weren't recommending those solutions. Just saying, well, a lot of schools are doing expanded tutor programs and expanded after school programs and doing health and safety checks and doing a lot of food program stuff, probably for poorer schools and poorer areas, just to get people back in the mindset of coming to school. So this is, and again, this is probably poorer areas. People have just kind of given up on the idea of school. So they're trying to get 
them back involved, the parents too, not just the kids, in the idea that their kids should be going to school in person because we have so uh, marginalized everybody. And that's kind of my point is that it's not just that, though. It's all these different political things that we talk about on this show all the time and the Andy Fry show during the week that feed into the problem. And part of it is that it's a, there's still a worker shortage. They can't get people to teach. They can't get people to work in the cafeterias. They can't get bus drivers because they can't get people to work, period. So that's all still part of it, too, is that how are you going to expand programs if you don't have people to teach the programs or work them? And you also have spent billions, billions of dollars on fixing these problems, and nothing has gotten fixed. And in fact, very little has been done at all. And we're not talking about regular education money. We're talking about money put on top of normal education dollars to fix these problems, and basically nothing has been done. So I bring up a couple stories here. One of them is about black students 12 and up in Washington, D.C., This is one of the most liberal areas of the country. I think it's about 90% voted for Biden, 10% voted for Trump, if that. So we're talking about deep blue. You don't get much bluer than D.C. You always talk about New York and California, Chicago. D.C. is actually bluer. That's the environment that our uh, politicians live in. 40% of D.C.'s black students 12 and up could be relegated to their homes this fall due to what? vaccination requirements. You think they're thinking about the kids first here? Absolutely not. They have vaccination requirements for the kids, 12 and up, to return to school. And because 40% of the black population of Washington, D.C. has not been vaccinated, that means a roughly, and this you know could change between now and then, but roughly 40% of the students will not even be allowed back in schools. How crazy is that? Here's another one that I'm pulling up right now. L.A. County, again, deep blue, right? They're just thinking about the kids. They're shelving plans now to bring back indoor mask mandates. They were thinking about doing it again. And that's another problem And I do want to highlight is that it's not just the worker shortage. It's not just the kids, just two lost years, two completely. We think that Zoom meetings are going to be the solution to these things. What a joke. These kids are so lost, and the poorer they are, the worse it's been, partly because of the technology gap, but partly because of the uh, parental gap. There's less oversight in poor communities, and therefore there's less schooling, and there was no uh, culpability for anything. If you got bad grades, remember this in 2020? If you got bad grades, they just said, ah, we don't want to hurt you emotionally. So there was no consequences for doing anything. So kids, what do you think kids did? They didn't do anything. I I mentioned that to say this, though. It's not just those things that are feeding into it. It's the continued, like this L.A. County story, it's the continued (laughs) COVID mitigation efforts that are causing this. Because if you get COVID now, the same rules apply. You got to miss work for at least five days from the test. If you got a cold, that was not the case. But if you get COVID... Even if you feel the same as a cold, you have to miss more work. What does that do when you have a worker shortage? It exacerbates it. 
all these things are the problems, and they're all big government problems. Over and over and over, we're talking about problems that have been caused less by a virus, although the virus is the source, but more by the response and by the politics and by the government overreach. So, with that in mind, a couple minutes here, take a step back, we're going to look at a Last Man on Earth movie. The Last. Where is everybody? The Last. last. It's not the end of the world. There's all the time I need and all the time I want. The Last Person on Earth. I miss the noise, you know? I thought I was going to be alone again. There's time now. Yes, I love the subject of Last Man on Earth in film and television and in books. So I keep a huge list, it's kind of a hobby of mine, of movies that hit one of three criteria, or hopefully all three of the criteria. One being the last person on Earth or an Earth-like plane. Number two being the last human being known to be in existence, at least that they know of. So that doesn't have to be on Earth. And number three, empty metropolis, empty city, somewhere where a lot of people should be, but there are no one. So if it hits one of those three categories, then it makes my list. And the best ones hit all three categories. I'm going to give you a three on this one. It's called The World, The Flesh, and The Devil. It was made in 1959. It's all three criteria. Isn't a bad film overall, but isn't the top one either. It's uh, I give it a general entertainment value of just 3.5 stars out of five, which I guess is not bad. It's above average, even though it gets a five on the last person on earth thing. It's a little bit slow. The main character is working underground in sewers when the event happens. So that's what's always fun to me is what caused everybody on earth to disappear? Do you get to see it? And why did the main character or characters avoid it? Well, this was just that he was underground. (laughs) That's it. And I think there was, it's nuclear, it's bombs, you know, it's 1959. That's the stories they're all telling. Only finds a woman well into the film. So he spends most of the film alone, which is the key to this genre, is the loneliness of being on earth where you could have anything you want, but you have no one to share it with. Finds a woman well into the film and then finds another man. And then it becomes about a love triangle. And then it's a little bit more boring. I guess it, it, it gets to be a little more interesting in the sense that you got characters, but you kind of figured, oh, we're going to have a love triangle here. And the main character is black. So for 1959, that's pretty interesting. They're doing some social stuff there. Uh, and, it's, and it's cool, too. Hits on many racial issues of the time where he, you know, he's, he's black, so he finds a white woman. Well, what's the relationship going to be like? Is it taboo? Well, why would it be taboo? There's nobody left on Earth, right? So it's kind of fun to see as a time capsule just some of those issues as talking about social issues of their time. And uh, overall, again, pretty much worth the watch. I think it's been lost to time, but it's not that bad. So recommend that one. And more Wiggins America. We'll leave on that note coming up. Stick around. All right, I got your magic trick. I got your magic trick right here. (laughs) Wiggins America, I've been waiting on this one because it's such a... You've heard things like this is my guess. Remember Yanni and Laurel? If I could find that audio, I'd play it for you. It's, It's one of those audio clips that depending on what you're listening for, 
you can be suggested into listening for a certain clip. So you play it and you go listen for the word Yanni and then you hear that. You play the exact same clip and listen for the word Laurel and you hear it. It's because of frequencies. So I was intrigued when I ran across this one and I build it as a magic trick, but I'm <laughs> I'm opening with here's how the magic trick works. I'm a terrible magician. I'm not supposed to do that. I am no Copperfield. I'm just going to play this clip and I'm going to suggest to you what you should hear out of it. Okay. So, and it will be no surprise because the first one you're going to go, well, of course, that's, that's what it says. So listen to this. Listen for the word brainstorm, brainstorm. Okay. You heard brainstorm there, right? I'm hoping this comes through the radio and not just happening on my computer because a lot of compression and different things happen that might actually alter that frequency. And if it does, I'm going to look like an idiot and you'll let me know. And that's fine. So the interesting thing about this one is that, you know, with Yanni and Laurel, you heard one frequency and then you hear another. Well, this one, they actually claim that they've got four frequencies embedded. So what you just heard was brainstorm. I'm going to play that exact same clip again. I'm not fooling with you here. And you will hear green needle. You heard brainstorm last time. Don't listen for brainstorm. Listen for green needle. Here you go. Did you hear it? Right? Now, I can hear. I've heard this so many times now that I can hear both of them. But the first time, I'm like, whoa, that said green needle. Same clip. Now, here's where they get a little funky with it. And I think they're we're giving them a little too much credit. They basically did the same thing as Yanni and Laurel. They did two different frequencies there with the little hits and little fuzz that makes you hear different things. So brainstorm and green needle. The third and fourth one, they just start swapping the words around. (laughs) But I think through suggestion, it's still interesting to be able to hear it. So don't listen for those other two. I'm not even going to say the other two words this time. Listen this time instead, the same clip again. For brain needle, brain needle. Did you hear it? Right? (laughs) This is getting stupider as I go along because I'm hearing the same things over and over, but I can hear it. So I'm hoping that you can too. And all the compression that happens over the air is ruining this thing. All right. All right. One more now. This is. Green Storm. Now follow me here. You heard Brainstorm, then Green Needle. Then they just swapped the words around and said Brain Needle. Now this one's Green Storm. But it's still interesting because it is there. Okay, try for Green Storm this time. Okay, right? It's still there. Okay, good. Now, now hang on. If you thought that was the whole magic trick, you're mistaken. Because what a novice would do was he would come in here and he'd say, well, here's the whole trick ahead of time. And they'd tell you, and then you'd hear it, and you go, oh, that's kind of cool. But what an expert like me does is I actually tricked you into thinking I was a novice. What I have is a fifth embedded sound in that same audio. Now, If you look this up online, you're just going to get those four. 
but what I've found is a fifth. Now, I'm going to play that again, and you're going to hear not brainstorm, not green needle, not brain needle, none of those four. You're going to hear, you had me at hello. You had me at hello. Did you hear it? So that's the same exact clip, but it sounds like Renee Zellweger in the movie Jerry Maguire saying, you had me at hello. I'll play it one more time to see if you can hear it. You had me at hello. Pretty good, huh? Now that is some magic, and you're not going to find that anywhere else. More Wiggins America coming up. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.